0: Church on the North Coast podcast. Pastor Troy Thompson, our greatest desire is to encourage ministry leaders, empower and equip volunteers, strengthen and build the believer. Welcome to the podcast today. Really, really special. Excited that you're here with us today. I have my wife with me here today for the first time. She's to my right. You, you can just ignore Facebook World for right now. <laughs> no need. That one doesn't. They're just here because it's a privilege for them to be in the room tonight. Uh, my wife's here, Pastor Rebecca Thompson. You say hi. Hey. <laughs> That's it. <laughs>
1: Hello.
0: <laughs> and uh, it's a it's a real treat tonight to have my sister from South Africa uh, with us. Uh, talk a lot about her. Uh, it's interesting. Um, I don't know what, what, what to reference you as. You know, you're my sister, but what office do you hold? Uh, it's you? so
2: amazing to be with you all.
0: Rita um, McPherson.
2: My so name sorry. is Rita McPherson. I'm a pastor. Okay. And, uh, and a friend. Yeah. Of everyone yet, Church of the North Coast. We've been talking today how many years since we know each other? About 15 years? Something like so, that. It's been a long time. Yes. <clears throat> what a privilege is to, to walk the walk of faith together and to grow together in Christ, you know, and to, to cheer each other on. So many times in the Bible I read about Paul, how he, he was always encouraging them and cheer them on and say, it's so beautiful what I see in you. And I always, you know, when I come back and I look at you both and all of you, I look at the growth. And I look in your eyes and, you know, sometimes <laughs> in the eyes you see the most. Yeah. And that's where you see the depth. Hmm. And the kingdom of God's upside down kingdom. So the deeper God takes us, the, the more mature we become. And that's what I see in both of you. And, and it's a privilege to be with you today. Thank you.
0: So Rita's here. She's been, uh, she's been in the States for now for, for how many weeks?
2: Oh, five weeks. Five weeks? Yes. Oh, over a month. Yes.
0: Oh, awesome. Yeah, I. I uh, it's interesting that you mention the eyes because I, I talk about how you have the Jesus eyes. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I tell people, be careful, because when she stares at you, <laughs> she's, she's looking into your, into your... She's got eyes like fire. She's got ah. eyes like Jesus, you know. They're scary eyes, you could yeah, tell. God yeah, that
2: taught me a lot. <clears throat> my journey with my son... I think most of you know our story where we've been in a motor car accident about 18 years ago, Mm -hmm. right? And um, he was blind and later on only one eye opened up and he had only vision in one eye and he also could not speak. And as a mom, you know, you need to hear your child's voice and there was no voice. I was the mother that used to say, I give you five rand, like dollars, let's say $5 for every five minutes that you would not speak.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And all of a sudden, there was no voice. Wow. For mm-hmm. longer than a year, there was no voice. Wow. And also no no eyes, no sight. Mm. And I looked in those eyes, and I stared in his eyes. And, and eventually, he could see with the one eye, but mm. he couldn't speak. And I said to the Lord one day, how would I know what he needs? And he said to me, if you look deep enough in anyone's eyes you will see the need mm. good. and I start looking at that one little eye mm. and I start seeing the spirit mm.
0: so is it is by intent that you do that oh yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <I knew it>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you great. know I've learned in life that the lips say one thing but the eyes and the heart of man says another thing and that's why Jesus says with your lips you worship me but your heart was afar yeah so the heart of man, the eyes, are for me the the truth of who we all are.
0: Yeah. That's good. It, it's it's uh it's piercing. It's uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. But no, I mean <laughs> in a good way. In a good way. Uh-huh. In a good way, because because um, it's it's not common, and and I think it's spiritual. You know, it's it's definitely spiritual. I don't think I know it's spiritual when when you're doing it, but. It's uh, it w- well, I guess what it does is it evokes like some sort of vulnerability, where you know, like you're you're being, um, I don't I don't know what the word is, but there's this. Can I tell you what it is opening up, kind of deal?
2: Can I tell you what it is? Yeah. The spirit of man are really the heart of man, mm-hmm. and many a time our spirits lies dormant. But if you look in the eyes of man. And you look into the spirit. Many a time you see how the spirit man just wake up mm. and come to the front.
0: Yeah, yeah that's,
2: that's it. And they, they want to engage with you.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And sometimes people will, as I look at them, they will just have tears in their eyes because their spirit could see that you are looking at their spirit. Mm-hmm. And many time, we as parents even, you know, we, we just never... Look into our children's eyes, or our husband's, you know we as wives, we boast in it that we can do ten things at one time, mm-hmm. but I know what makes my husband happy is when i get when he gets home at night or me, I get on his lap and I put my arms around his his body, and I look in his eyes, mm-hmm. and you know that eye to eye contact it's where spirit to spirit contact, and this is what what Jesus wants from us. He also wants spirit-to-spirit contact. And you see, that contact really only starts where deep meets deep.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. It doesn't just happen. That's why many people say to me, how can I hear God's voice better? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, let's say you can't really hear a thing. Come closer and hear his heartbeat. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm.
2: Just come and put your ear next to his heart and hear his heartbeat.
0: What's interesting is, um, you know, I, I spent a little time with you in, in, uh, in South Africa, and I just got a, a glimpse of kind of what created your faith. Um, I, hear, I hear a lot of conversation today in the kingdom, and what is so uh, breathtaking about your, your, sh- your faith is that suffering doesn't define your faith. The presence of Christ does. But I hear a lot of talk in the kingdom where they, they, they make the summary of the gospel suffering. But I know a little bit of your story. Um, and what I know is that even though they're suffering, you never allow the suffering to be the focus. The suffering is always oh, peripheral. Yeah, yeah. And Jesus is always, the revelation of <clears> Christ <throat> is always the focus. And I wonder where that type of faith was birthed. Like, where did that come from? This, like, was that developed? Like, where did it come from?
2: Can I tell you something? It would be really a pity. And I hear it in the in the kingdom that people think that even the times we are living in, oh, it's going to be great. We can all suffer, and we can, uh, you know, experience it more because we can uh, suffer. Suffering is part of the journey. You can't have life without that it's part of the journey and you know the word even jesus said in this life you will have trials and tribulations and sufferings but be of good cheer
0: but be of good cheer
2: so what does that yeah. be of good cheer means and that's, that's really true. asking of us maturity you know when you come into a place where i i really believe faith is is born you're born faith you know it's like hannah hannah came in anguish And she cried out to God in anguish. And she came with a broken heart to God. Mm -hmm. And she born a Samuel. Mm -hmm. Whenever you come in your brokenness Mm -hmm. to God, you will born Mm -hmm. faith. Something beautiful will be born out of that place. Mm -hmm. So out of that suffering, something beautiful evolved out of that. Now, even in the Word, I'm reading in Philippians 4, where Paul says, Be cheerful with joyous celebration, listen to this, in every season of your life.
0: Is is your Bible open to that that text right now? Can you believe it? I was waiting for that. (laughs) How did you know that?
2: Holy Spirit is his name. (laughs) He was was
0: ready.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah.
2: He said, you know what? Be ready in every season. Um, of life, but with joyful celebration. Now, when you hear as a mama that your son has a brain injury and he's not, he has no function, and the only thing that he could do was breathe, he couldn't walk, couldn't talk, couldn't, there was nothing, yeah. absolutely nothing. I mean, there's not much to be joyful about, right? And at that moment, everything in me, I just broke open. And I fell on my face and I cried unto God. And no one on this earth could prepare me for God's presence. Mm -hmm. So I know in my heart when somebody entered in God's presence or not. Mm -hmm. Because the moment in my most uttermost brokenness, Mm -hmm. and I entered that day in, and my heart opened up and my spirit took me where my feet could not take me. And I went right in into the presence of the Most High God, because he says, come boldly. That's why Jesus died. You know, we enter now in a season where we're going to start celebrating his death, his resurrection. That's why he died. He opened the veil so that we don't need to stand in the outer court and just complain and murmur, but we can enter in right through until into the presence of God. And you know, that presence anointing that we get to carry, we get to be the carriers of His presence. How's that?
1: Yeah. yeah
2: so in ones. His presence, I was crying because that was the first day of my life mm. that I experienced Him. That was at an age, I think, of 38. Mm. 38. I experienced Him for the first time in my life. Wow. And
0: did you, I mean... You
2: I was in church. That's what I'm... S- uh, okay, I was, I was in church. You, like, I was doing the whole revival thing you know and
0: so we'd say you would say you were born again yes and you were walking in faith yes and then
2: But religious really oh yeah if you don't have a love intimate passionate relationship with the most high god the king of the universe what do you carry mm. if it's not his life and his breath what are you carrying yourself you see The letter kills, the spirit brings life. You can know as much as you Mm. want. Mm -hmm. But Mm. if you don't carry his presence. Mm -hmm. So that day, my son was busy dying. Mm. His heartbeat went down to 28. I didn't ask God to save his life. You know, you don't need to be a doctor to know he was busy dying. Mm. I asked God that day to save me. Mm. I said, God, save me. Will you save me? Mm. And in that place, my spirit was weeping. He was rejoicing. He was singing. I was drinking love for the first time in my life. Yeah. I was drinking of the fountain of life. I was drinking love and I was so dry. Wow. Because religious, religion kill us. Religion put law out there. Mm. But God brings liberty and freedom and life. You know, I asked him this question. I asked him, why did I struggle my whole life to have this? Yeah. Do something that bad need to happen? And he said, no. Mm-hmm. My son died and opened it up so that you can just enter it in. I said, but why didn't I enter in? Yeah. I did cry out, why? Mm-hmm. He answered me like this. He says, you served idols. I said, idols? Mm-hmm. Listen to this. He says, everything that you love mm. more than you love God is an idol. Yeah. So how many idols are there? Mm-hmm. We talk about Abram of Urum Chaldea who had idol worshipping, but what about us? Yeah. What about us?
1: So true.
2: So that day I asked God this question. I said, what can I do? Listen to this religious one. Mm-hmm. What can I do to have this for the rest of my life? He said, I already did it. Mm. I already did it. Yeah. You just need to take it. Mm. And that's that beautiful scroll, the dance that God created for all of us. But you know why we don't dance on it? You have to say yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, Lord.
1: Yeah.
0: And when you say yes to him, you say no to everything else. Exactly.
1: Yeah.
2: Now, now now's the big question. So my son opened his eyes, and he was still lame. He was still blind. He was still everything. But something within me changed. I met the king.
0: <laughs> in, the met the king. That, in the middle of that tragedy. And my tragedy. life
2: changed. And he said to me, he said, he was so excited with me that I received life. But if you look at my son, you would say, but he didn't receive life. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. He did. He did. He says, Mom, Jesus blowed his breath in me. Wow. Do you know you can be alive? He said that to you? Yes. He wrote that. He wrote, he wrote remember it. for a year or yeah. two he couldn't speak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But do you know that you can sit and listen to us today and you can be dead? Mm-hmm. And you say, no, but I have breath. <laughs> the only breath that brings life is the Zoe breath of Christ. Yes. So that, that became my life. Mm-hmm. And then... I start understanding that when he said to me, you're going to walk the walk of faith. And he says, faith, my child, is not what you see, but what you believe.
0: At the, at the time that, that you're referencing here, give, give everyone a context of like where your life was. I mean, you had experienced success according to the world standards. The no?
2: world standards, you know, we all ha- are in the world, we are all performance-driven. You're either a son or you're a slave. Right.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, uh, that's what I love.
2: Yeah, you're a son or a slave, <laughs> one yeah. or the other. I mean,
1: yep. Yeah,
2: <laughs> so if you're a slave, you so perform. So everyone
0: listening can know like that, yeah.
2: Yeah, You when you're a slave, you perform. Go on. So then you're performance-driven. So mm-hmm. I I really was performance-driven, and I knew the harder I work, the better I will do. And yes, that's part of life. So I did all that. Eventually, I became Mrs. South Africa and the, the one thing after the other. Why? Because nothing could fill that gap. Nothing. And I see how people run in this life and just try to accumulate, accumulate, accumulate. Nothing. Not even all the grades that you can have in this world is going to bring you fulfillment. It's only the love of Christ.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, right. But when you say yes to Him, you say yes to everything about Him. <laughs> <laughs> Right, yes. so everything about him means this is what Paul's saying here. He says, um, "Put in practice all that you have heard from me and seen in my life, and the God of peace will be with you in all things." You hear that? Yeah. Then you give the key. Overcome. You need to overcome all things. Now, the church today. And I, I would like to say, if you don't mind, the American church, I see more of that. Yeah. Once people, once God...
0: Well, that was a question. That was coming.
2: Once God to... Can you pray for me, Rieta, that God will just take this all away? Hmm. Let God just take it all away. He can, right? He's yeah. God. Mm-hmm. Yes, of course he can. He can do all things. Mm-hmm. He's the God who overrules nature. Yeah. So, yes, he can do all things. But you know what I've learned? There's a crown... For the overcomer yes, uh-huh. so God doesn't want us to stay babies. yeah He wants us to become mature sons and daughters of God. He wants us to become the bride. So you don't speak about intimacy with your five-year-old, do you? No. The intimacy, real intimacy is for adults. So Christ is waiting for us. God, Yahweh, Elohim, the Father is waiting for us to become the mature bride. Mm -hmm. So to be the bride, I'm going to be challenged and I need to overcome every area of my life. And just like the Israelites, he's going to take me out. I have to go through the wilderness. I have to learn to walk by faith. And do you know that we have so many facets you can trust God for maybe for your health, but not for finance. All right. You know, I was one day running up the mountain and I had a vision where my one leg was down there under, and I was already halfway up and I say to the Lord, what's that leg doing? (laughs) And he says, that leg struggles. And it it just went over all the rocks. And I'm like, yeah, I can see. And that was my finance. Mm. Everything that's going on in South Africa and I really got afraid. Really? And I said, God, but I trust you. He says, it's not with that one. Mm. That one we haven't started yet. Wow. So God is going to taste us. Everything about us is going to go through the fire. Everything mm-hmm. that's man-made, every kingdom of us that we build and it's man-made, it's going to go through the fire. It's going to fall. This is the hour that we are in. Yeah. The road's c- becoming narrower and narrower and narrower. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I really feel like you're beginning to speak prophetically now, so I just want yeah. to let people know like that is exactly what you're saying. Exactly. You're
2: speaking mm-hmm. to, yes. to current time. So for those who have ears, let them hear. Yeah, yes. Let your spirit, yeah, speak to your spirit through the mm. blood of Jesus. Let your spirit, man, come to the front. Mm. God wants you to hear. I'm coming for a bride, the overcomer bride. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, he's coming for a warrior bride.
0: It, what, I, what I find interesting with people, and I, I especially found this interesting over the last uh, 24 months, two years, two and a half years, is that um, with everything the world went through, I mean, it was global, mm-hmm. you know, but what I think it really exposed in the American church, and mm-hmm. I'll ask you this question a little mm-hmm. bit, the condition of the American mm-hmm. church and your your assessment of it, but what I, th- what I feel like it exposed was um, that lack of maturity, mm-hmm. that lack of understanding that you know, it's going to rain on us all. Mm-hmm. Like, suffering's not, you know, mm-hmm. like, it's not just for the unbeliever. No. The believer will go through times of suffering.
2: Exactly, and I, I hear so much how people want to lock themselves up in rooms and wait. And, and um, oh, the rapture's going to come and I'm just waiting here. Oh, no, my dear friend. <laughs> go back to the book of Revelations and go and see. There's a couple of chapters that we're going to have to walk
1: through. Well, yeah. it, for
0: me, it was really frustrating. and And because... I tend to live on that, on that edge right there on the edge of like where it's, it's hard faith and it's like, no, it, mm. it, you know, you, you run to sickness, you don't run away from it. And, um, the call of faith is to, is to, it, it, it's not faith I- in the moments where there's no healing needed, exactly. but it's faith when healing is, is needed. And what I began to see was a, a lot of withdrawal yes. from the church and a lot of self-preservation mm-hmm. Which became very frustrating because I'm thinking, I, I, many believers that I knew for many years that you know you, you think are strong in the faith, and suddenly they just fell off the map. They disappeared, and uh, they weren't gathering uh, mm-hmm. for fear of mm-hmm. the virus. And I thought, well, where is all the courageous faith of the early church? Where's the faith that you know that that touches the lever and the faith exactly. that conflunt, confronts the 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 disease, you know, where's where's that faith?
2: I was just telling somebody the other day because I met a uh, year in the United States a pastor from India, and I was telling him this story where while I was ministering in India, what they do is from one village to another you will walk, and um, so at night you do miracle crusades. So then everyone come together, Muslim, Hindu, doesn't matter, they all come because they all want healing, you know. And he's the one who healeth thee. So they come because they see the healings. Now, so when you go in the day, you go from village to village. And then I saw every time that there's this one woman, she she did not come into the group. Mm-hmm. She stays outside. She stays outside. But one from the one village, they all run and they follow you. Go from the one village to another. But this particular one stayed outside. And I'm like, Holy Spirit, what is this? And... He prompted me, he says, Go and pray for her. Take it to her. Take the healing to her. Take faith to her. Mm-hmm. Because th- everybody's shutting her out. And I walked up to her, and the pastor says, No, no, don't, no, don't go there, don't go there. And I was just like, No, I'm, I am going there. And I just didn't know, because she was covered. Just the little eyes was, you could see her eyes. And I just gave her a big, big hug. (laughs) And I just hold her and I I just wept like Jesus. Mm. I felt his heart for this precious woman. Mm. And she was weeping and the pastor was screaming, No, pastor, no, don't do that. I was like, well, what do you think Jesus would have done?
1: Yeah. Mm.
2: And then eventually he said to me, she's a leopard. Mm. And I said, that's okay. And we just went on. And the next following morning, early, he came to me and he looked at my hands and he looked at me. And I said, what are you looking for? <laughs> you see, we're going to all be faced. Mm-hmm. All, our, all of us, our faith is going to be challenged. Yeah. We're going to be stretched in different scenarios. Mm-hmm. But God is going to stretch us because we need to overcome. And, of course, I come from Africa, so our scenario looks completely different than yours, right? We struggle with electricity. We don't really have lots of power. I mean, my son study with a candle or a light. But God, Mm. in that, our challenge is still to rejoice in the Lord, always to rejoice. I mean, in COVID, my son fell back in a coma. Mm. And, you know, it's 18 years our journey. And by now I know, if the enemy can get us to a place of hopelessness, hopelessness. Now, I don't care what you face or what your situation is. Mm. If you have Jesus Christ, you will never Mm. be hopeless. Absolutely never. Mm. Right? Because he is the way. He is the truth. He is life. He's the God who make a way where there seems to be no way but you see we forget how to bring kingdom down and this is what the church is looking for for jesus just to take this whole scenario that we are in right now mm-hmm. away he's not we're going walk it through we're gonna walk it through, yeah. walk it through. Right. brace yourself my yeah. friend yeah. Yeah. brace yourself <laughs> we need to become strong in the lord in all his might
1: yeah okay. the
2: yeah. power of god needs to start manifesting mm-hmm. yes this is what we can start seeing. It, yeah. I'm
0: really impressed by yeah. people when resistance, you know, cause you've been in, you've been in places when, you know, we gather in his name and you can feel the resistance mm-hmm. in the room, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm really, really super impressed with people who feel the, feel the resistance and then push violently back against it. Those are the Christians mm-hmm. that impress me. <laughs> we have a bunch of them on our, on our worship team, mm-hmm. but I wonder like, um, like, is that something is that something that uh y- you can develop, or is that something like you grow into? Uh
2: now listen to what Paul says. I find that the strength of Christ is either your own strength or Christ's strength. This is the key. Mm-hmm. The strength of Christ and his explosive power infuses me. Mm-hmm. You get that? Yeah. It's a different kind of power. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. When God arises, the enemy be shut it. Yeah. Mm, yeah. So we can't be meek and weak anymore. Mm-hmm. There's no place for that in the body right yeah. now.
1: No excuse.
2: No. <laughs> what is the what did Daniel say? The prophecies of Daniel are all coming together. You know, A couple of years ago, the Lord said to me, in fact, two years ago, just before I was here last time and I gave you the prophecy about the waves Mm -hmm. that's going to come, and I was just in South Africa. The Lord allowed me to take the last plane out of New York back to South Africa. Yeah. Now, then the Lord said to me, the time is coming of the prophecy of Daniel Mm -hmm. where darkness is going to cover the earth. Watch the skies. I'm telling you today, watch the skies. Watch the skies.
0: Watch the skies. Darkness
2: is covering mm. uh, the earth. But what did Daniel says? They will be a peculiar kind of people. Yes yeah. God. Now here's the key. And they will know their God. Mm. Mm-hmm. They know. I wonder if the body of Christ really know God. Mm. Yeah. That's God. And great and mighty things. God will do through that. Because in
0: the darkness, that's
1: when they... It's
2: when the light yeah. will manifest mm-hmm. and this explosive power yeah. of Christ. So when nice. we speak, the enemy yeah. has to run.
1: That's yeah. too. Yeah.
2: You see? Mm-hmm. And you will walk into places of darkness and mm-hmm. where you put your foot down, they right. will shut it. So that's okay. the hour that we are in. But wherever yes. I go in the United States in this five, six weeks I've been here, people just like, can God take me out of this? Can God just take me out? No! <laughs> <laughs> when it's are you going to grow up? Yeah, trust him in it.
0: <laughs> well, it's an indication. What you're saying is the, the what's happening is really a, is supposed to serve as a provocation to dispel the darkness, to push exactly. back on it violently.
2: That's mm-hmm. the key, push back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see, push back. But so, gi-
0: w- so give us your assessment of the American church.
2: The weak is going to get weaker, <laughs> and the stronger is going to get stronger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the assessment. <laughs> You're going to see the week is just going to get weaker. No way. Yeah. yeah, the church, um, unfortunately, there's no more room for shows and um, and just feeding the soul. Mm-hmm. There's no more mm. room for that, Mm-mm. and people mm. also the spirit so comes to the front and they spread need meat. They spread needs meat. Yeah. Yes, and Paul says, you know, the time is over for milk, <laughs> and if the church is going to continue giving milk unfortunately. We don't wow. Have, we don't have
1: time. For no. That. Wow. <laughs> That's
2: it's so true. good. And you know, there are many churches that don't even want to go to the outpour of the Holy Spirit or allow Holy Spirit to flow. Mm. How are we going to operate in the last hour? <laughs> How?
1: Not going to make it. No.
0: I, it's frightening for me that I, I tell you what's really scary is, is when, I get a, when I go to church on Sunday and, le- and this Sunday looks too much like last Sunday. When I when I get in rooms like that, I get afraid. Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, we better pay attention," because I feel like it, this is a trap. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that it is. it's that lukewarm trap of like, give me give me a like a, a an experience that I know as opposed to one that's frightening that I don't know, and exactly. it's scary when I'm in rooms and I feel like it's just a replication.
2: It happens so quickly, you know. I always say, and I mean it. I really mean it when I say it. I I say to people, don't invite me back <gasps> if I don't look different oh. every oh. time. Uh, you like know what I'm saying? I yeah. thought you. S- I thought you were kidding. No, don't invite me back. If I don't want to come back to this place if anymore. <laughs> we don't change every time. So true. Mm-hmm. Why? Why do we just do the same thing over and over?
0: That is, yeah, yeah. I feel that when you say that. You yeah. know what I'm yeah. saying?
2: Mm-hmm. We need to see. The depth, we need
0: to growth.
1: see
2: change, the yeah. growth. Um, this, The fruit, yeah. the tree will be known by the fruit. And it's not the pastor I- in front anymore. It mm. is the body of Christ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We yeah. all need to go out and we need to go and face our giants. You know, the hour that that's we right. are in, the giants that we face are the giants within. Mm. And b- more darkness cover the earth, it is the darkness within us that's going to p- start surfacing more. Mm. And I see that the body of Christ is not even equipped to mm. handle that. Yeah, they're not ready. Most of them aren't ready.
1: How
0: do we equip them?
2: Well, there are so many. Um, first of all, we need to be grounded in the Word and filled with the Spirit of God. Mm-hmm. You're not going to make it without the Holy Spirit. Yeah. You're not. Uh-uh. And <laughs> there's going to come a time where you can't even run to your pastor. We get to need Right. More time on our face. We're mm-hmm. going to need the outpour of the Holy Spirit. Speaking in tongues more than you speak. Paul says, yes, I, s- I, I spoke more in my tongue than in my language. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. He said my go-to prayer is, is, the, is the language yes. of heaven. That's his go-to prayer.
2: Oh, that's so good. Because yeah. you know what? That's the place where you get real revelation. Yeah.
0: yeah, I mean, if somebody asks me to pray and it's urgent, the go-to prayer is, is not what I know. It's what, it's what heaven knows. Yeah.
2: And you know that? Charge your spirit. Yeah. Immediately charge your spirit. You know, Paul looked at Timothy and he was at that age where he gym, 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 every day in the gym, and he looked at him and he says it's not a bad thing to exercise your body, but rather mm-hmm. train your spirit yes. in godliness. Because this got that's got value for now, but mm-hmm. also for eternity. And I think this is what the body of Christ lack, the eternal vision.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So we all like living in well, I just want to. If God can just fix this, if God can just fix this, if God can just fix this, yeah. No, God is looking for a mature bride, an uh, eternal vision. Yeah, it's Yeah. This is what we are busy doing, mm. you know. Even in the journey with my son, of course, there are times, and I still cry every day. Mm. You know, if I pray, of course, there's tears in my eyes, but I also have a lot of joy. What God does through him, even in his condition. Mm. I get so excited. I I'm toss, like, yeah. God, if you can use him like that. Mm. I mean, there's things that God trusts him with that he doesn't trust me. Because m- most probably I will take it, you know, it will go to my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But he's just so humble and yeah. it just go- flows through his spirit.
0: I share the story often of when we went to pray for the, uh, the woman in the hospital. And we, we went in the second day and Aldo was there. And Aldo put his finger in the oil. Oh, yeah. And he walked over to her. Well, he stumbled mm-hmm. over to mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. And he, as slow as he could, took his finger, his index finger on, on his right finger, mm-hmm. and touched her head. And as soon as his finger touched her head, she sat up yes, in that bed. It that was.
2: was <laughs> it was like, was
0: I, I tell people that story. i was so like, I don't think powerful. they believe me. It, it was like. many times oh people my would not
2: believe these things? <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> I mean, I had a situation a couple of years now, three or four years back, that a woman came to our home and she asked for prayer and she had cancer and i was sitting there in my lounge you know praying my spirit now i'm gonna pray for her the next thing i could hear he's coming up now he can't walk alone right mm. so i could hear him stumbling yeah now he falls and yeah. and now i'm praying yeah, but i want to tell him when when he's gonna come i'm gonna show him go back go back mm. <laughs> but you know you can't concentrate on both so eventually i said to her sorry let me let me just take him back So he says, no, he speaks very slow and monotone. no, I'm going nowhere. Mm -hmm. I said, no, but I'm praying for this lady now, you know. He says, I'll also pray for her. Mm. So he came in and he literally went over the the couch and he was nearly on her. And I was like, she's sick, you know. She was in the house? Yeah, she's sitting on the couch now. (coughs) Oh, oh, wow. I'm going to pray for her, but now he's coming. So he picked, his spirit picked her up. Oh, Mm. man. Okay? (laughs) So now he's coming.
0: How old is he then? This is no,
2: this it was now. It was like t- 27.
0: Twenty-seven. Mm.
2: And then um I wanted to pray there. I said, okay, but sit now. I'm going to pray for her. He says, no, wait. He says, she needs to be baptized. Wow. She needs to be bathed. Now that year, I don't know if you guys remember, we had a very long drought.
1: Wow.
2: Very long drought. That we had no water. Mm. You can... A little bucket full of water, you shower for 90 seconds. Uh-huh. You shower with that water. Then the other one, wash him with that water. You wash your running clothes with that water, and you use it for the toilet. Wow. That is how scared water was for a very long wow. time. Some days you give the water to your kids to drink. Mm. It was tough for a couple of years. It was in that time. Wow. In that time. And he said, she needs to be baptized. Not even our swimming pool had water in it. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, I don't think so She's not going to get baptized (laughs) in this home Because I know, I mean, we only have this limit of water So I'm not going to give him And I was like, no, I don't think so so." (laughs) And he says, yes And the next thing he says, she stings I said, no, you can't say that (laughs) And I'm saying to the woman, I'm so sorry, you know (laughs) And he says what do you call it when someone throws over you? Throws up? Throws up. Uh-huh. Vomit. 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 Mm-hmm. He says, well, she's filled with vomit in the oh. spirit. Oh. And when he said that, she starts weeping. Oh. And she says, my husband, oh. he swears on me every day. Oh. He belittles me every day. Mm. And she's weeping. So we took our daily water, hmm. and we put it in the bath, <laughs> and we throw the water over her. Oh yeah! And he prayed for her, and she lived, hmm. and she's healed
0: <laughs> to this day. Wow! Step. <laughs> you know, Amen. it's
2: it's the step of faith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've learned that faith doesn't always look the way mm-hmm. we want it to look.
0: I don't think it's supposed to at all.
2: Mm-mm. And I think this is what. And please don't get me wrong, I have learned so much from you guys in America. Mm -hmm. And I honor you all because there are so many things that I've learned every time I come. And I mean that. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to belittle the American church. But I just think because you guys have everything and get everything so Mm -hmm. easy, that you think sometimes, not all of the people, but sometimes that that faith also works like that. Mm. But unfortunately, you know, Jesus took mud. And he put on s- people's eyes. Mm-hmm. It was a messy faith can be a messy story. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I was listening so to something true. earlier, and they said that um, children that come from wealth don't have to work. And and what the point they were making is that um, that the struggle is what creates sh- a strong character, an in yes. individual, and I think. The prosperity of America has infiltrated the theology of the church, mm-hmm. and it and it is in in many ways weakened the faith to anemic levels, where she's not able to um, properly pray and discern the hours that she's in. Uh, what was what is startling to me is the is the global. Uh, unification of all of the evil constructs of the world, mm-hmm. the global unification, mm-hmm. and the and the enormous uh, disunity of the church and lack of maturity, where when the powers and principalities of darkness have have quite literally united themselves against the force of Christ, uh, the bride, the church, the morality, the virtue of heaven and the earth, and that and that. Uh, and for many instances and, and like yourself, I, you you know, I don't say these things to indict the church. I say them to, to like say, wake up, but, but like she can't see that the world has united against heaven. And we can't decide whether or not we should align ourselves with ideologies that murder children in the womb. And Mm -hmm. it's like, come on. Like Mm -hmm. this is, this is, this isn't even faith like it's like this is just self-serving inspiration mm-hmm. if we can't get past this point you know mm-hmm. and so um so i think that, that that like what you're saying about the prosperity
1: mm-hmm. of of
0: of america has um, has really affected the strength of the church mm-hmm. in many ways
2: unfortunately um as wonderful as it is it can also make us weak
0: well, It's tremendously weak
2: and um there is a place and I'm not saying God wants us to struggle, okay? God doesn't have a poverty mindset. God doesn't want us to struggle, but I want to tell you one yeah. thing. There's one thing about Africa that I can tell you today, which is a beautiful thing. We have we have a lot of challenges. Don't get me wrong. But there's one beautiful, beautiful characteristic about the uh, people of Africa. And that is complete complete dependency on God, and I mean that, and all colors of the rainbow. You know, we have 12 native languages, Mm. so we are the color, the rainbow nation, Mm -hmm. but I tell you, in these times, I have seen how people, you you will have a bread, and you will share your bread with four other people outside there. Mm. You will have water, and you will share your water. Whatever you have, you will share
0: how, how do you think? How do you? Th- what do you say? So, what do you say to to the to the Christian in America? Because Jesus, I, I, I shared this in my sermon last week. I think it, where Jesus in Matthew five six says, um, "Those who hunger and thirst for righteousness shall be filled." It's like, but how do you hunger when you're full? Exactly. You know,
2: and you know that place of hunger. When you see it's it's through what glasses lenses you look when david when god knew exactly david's perfect scroll right you have a perfect scroll and you have your double scroll
0: you say scroll what are you referencing
2: that's your your melody uh, your dance that god, god created yeah. for you right mm-hmm. <laughs> now when david said yes mm-hmm. you know what god did you send him away mm-hmm. you send him away <laughs> now the world t- calls that rejection You see, we have our own little idea Mm -hmm. how this play should look. So it should be the perfect play, the perfect picture, family picture. Mm -hmm. That's with a picket white fence. That's our our perfect idea of the faith family. Mm -hmm. Now God sent him away. (laughs) And he said, go there. Your brother's going to have a good life. You go up there. Mm -hmm. I'm going to set you apart. And the world calls it rejection. Mm -hmm. You see? Yeah. It's upside-down kingdom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's upside-down kingdom. And then what did God say? Now I'm going to train you. I'm going to train you for with a lion and a bear. <laughs> Where the world will hang gucci's, you will hang bears.
0: <laughs> right? That's, good, yeah. That's yeah. it. That's a struggle.
2: You're going to go through that. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I'm going to teach you? Complete dependency. Mm-hmm. That's going to be your weapon. Mm-hmm. What did he say when he faced Goliath? He he, he gave him a word Mm -hmm. of this is my dependency on God. Mm -hmm. My dependency is on God. He knew the power of that. And he came to him. He says, not in my power, Mm -hmm. but God. Right? Mm -hmm. He knew. So God trained him. David went through everything that all of us went through. Mm -hmm. He He knew brokenness. He knew sin. He knew iniquity. He knew everything of that. He knew depression. Mm -hmm. But he said yes to his scroll. Mm -hmm. And I think this is something that we miss here. We dance on the wrong scroll. Mm -hmm. I listen to parents, and they decide what their children will become. And they Mm -hmm. decide. You know, I spoke to uh, an elderly. Somebody needs
0: to write a song and dance on the wrong scroll. Dance on the scroll. Oh, I just (laughs) want to dance on my Abba Father's scroll (laughs) for my life. Dion, you hear this?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I just love that scroll. Mm. You know, I was dancing on the wrong scroll all my life. Wow. How's that?
1: Yeah.
2: I was dancing on the wrong scroll. Mm. And now when I got the scroll, and and so many people say to me, well, why don't I I dance on the right scroll? I can feel there's no no life. I said, because you have to say yes, you know. Mm. And people are afraid to say yes. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Why? Because they don't know God. Mm. I want to tell you this today. He is a good father mm-hmm. who loves his children. Slow to anger and abounding in love. Mm-hmm. My son had twelve epilepsies in COVID, and he went back in a coma. Mm. I walked out that night, and he was gray. He was completely gray, and mm. I could see there's no more life. And I am not arrogant with Satan. Okay, I've seen many Christians being very arrogant. I'm not. Um. I'm not afraid of him, mm. but I'm not arrogant. But I just said this.
0: It's interesting.
2: I said, I just want you to know you can't touch him. There's yeah. a word over his life. You can't touch him. As long as there's a word over your children's life, he can't touch them. That's right. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. That's why we need to prophesy, decree mm-hmm. and declare. I said, you can't touch him. God, Yahweh, Elohim, the king of this universe, has to say yes. Yeah. You can sort it out with him. He belongs to him.
0: You can sort it out with him. Yeah.
2: He belongs to him. It's not yeah. mine anymore. Uh-huh. Yeah. He yeah. belongs to him. And I lift my arms up and I said, God, I want to honor you mm-hmm. for who you are. And I took my eyes off the situation back to God. Yeah. And the anointing came so strong that night, mm. so strong, that I w- ended up on my face. Mm. I ended up on my face in front of the throne. Wow. You see, it's where you focus. You mm-hmm. become what you gaze upon. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the hour that we are living in, more Christians are focused on YouTube 4, verse 6 mm-hmm.
0: <laughs>
2: than the Word of God.
0: You just say, YouTube 4, verse 6. That's, that's, so that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm going to write that down. That one
2: Everybody will, wants to tell you about this one on YouTube and that one on YouTube. And I keep on telling everyone in America that say to me, do you know this one? Do you know that one? Do you know this one? (laughs) I said the other day, you know what? Sorry, I just know
1: Jesus. That's all
2: I need. I just Mm -hmm. need Jesus, you know. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying it's wrong to listen to people, but I'm just saying you become what you gaze upon. And if the situation are bigger than your God, you have Mm -hmm. problems, my friend. If the world and what's going on in this world to you are bigger than God, you have huge problems. Yeah, so true. Because through it all, go back to the book of Revelations. Yeah. Just go back there. The enemy's been defeated by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. We need to decree it more. We need to speak into our situations. Mm-hmm. We need to speak to the mountains. I don't see mountains move. I see Christians move. Yeah. But I don't see mountains move. Because we fight each other and not Christ. We don't mm-hmm. look up to Christ and draw power and strength from him speak one time and then it doesn't move and we quit <laughs> I tell you what there are things in my life even with oldest wife seven years seven years that I spoke
1: mm-hmm.
2: and even now I'm speaking I'm speaking you know we, we pray for our children if if they're not tomorrow perfect we want to quit huh. I had the privilege to, sp- to spend time with an elderly man he was in his 80s and I asked him this question, I said, um, so what can I pray for you? He was in his 80s and he's, oh I'm actually good. And so I I you know I know the soft spots of all parents. I said, your children? And listen to my ar- arrogance. Are they born again? Sometimes I I'm so ashamed when God shows you the true condition of your heart. And he looked at me and he said, but with a very big smile. Oh, no, they're not born again yet, mm-hmm. Rita." And I'm like, oh, no? He says, no, but they belong to God.
0: Yeah.
2: I gave them to God. I love that. mm,
0: that's yeah, that's really and
2: good. he smiled. Mm-hmm. He says, I don't care if I see it or not, you know. Mm. God is no man that he can lie. Yeah. That's right. So it doesn't matter when.
0: That's a really good word of encouragement for Jesus. a lot of parents. Mm-hmm.
2: They belong to God now. Yeah. I trust Him. <laughs> yeah, that's the word. I trust Him. Mm-hmm. I trust Him. But you know what? Sometimes we love our promises more than we love God. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. Wow. Yeah, yeah
1: we yeah.
2: do. Mm. God, yeah. but you promise my life is going to be so perfect. God, but you promise. God, but <laughs> you promise. Mm. Do you know what Paul went through? Do you know what John, yeah. who loved God the most,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: do you know what he went through?
0: Mm-hmm. I wonder what oh. his promise was. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder you what know? Paul's promise was. You know?
2: Do you know that none of those faith believers received exactly what they wanted? That, do you yeah, know the that?
0: The promise delayed, yeah. Oh, yeah? yeah?
2: Now, I believe there's a point. I just call it like, remember... When I was a kid I know those um those planes that went through the time zone. What was the Concords? Okay. Remember them? Yeah. So the Concord went through the time.
1: Phew. Yeah.
2: And I think what we've been through two years ago in COVID, it fell to my spirit that I went through that zone. And when I got up from my knees that night, I knew I'm not the same. Mm. And I knew a different realm opened up. Yeah. It's a realm where, God, I trust you. doesn't matter how it looks. Mm. God, I love you. It doesn't matter what I see.
1: It's so okay. good.
2: God, nothing changed you. I don't care how the world looks. You are the same God of yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And there was new, fresh joy. There was new
1: peace.
2: There was new strength. When is this?
0: When it, what time are you talking about here? When
2: Alder went for three months back when in a coma. Back during There was so much wow. joy and peace. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's the word of God speaks about it. He says you, your mind will not understand that mm-hmm. because it comes from the realm of the spirit, you know.
1: Mm-hmm, yeah.
2: But if we don't feed our spirits, many times when I pray for people, I'll see their spirit looks like a dry organ. You know, mm. it's dry. Raisin. Mm. A raisin. Mm. It's dry. It's just really dry. Sometimes I'll see people's spirits, they are, they, their whole face are turned away mm. because they don't trust God. Mm. They got hurt. And, you know, even people will say, why did God take my child? Or why did God do that? Or oh, God gave me cancer. Really? Mm. God doesn't even have cancer to give you. No. Come
0: on. That's uh-uh.
2: <laughs> Where do you get that from? It just good. shows me you don't know God. Oh, yeah. ooh, ooh. And we live mm. in those s- ideologies. Mm. We live that. We believe that. We believe the lies.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
2: This life That's is right. not about our comfort. Uh. It's not. Mm-mm. But God loves us so much. Mm-hmm. That even gave me that shoes tonight.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> a South African lady. She mailed you
1: some shoes. From dropped South me some from shoes from South Africa.
2: No, she lives in the states oh, she now. Lives in the states, but okay. she just dropped a pair of shoes at my how hotel. Does, how, did, how did she know? Um, she found out from she my office. She must know you well. Oh yeah, but that's God, not yeah. She. Yeah. she. God just mm. loved to spoil you know what us. What size you know? wore?
0: Yeah. I'd be so scared and so scared to buy uh, a okay. pair of shoes. Mm. <laughs> 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 I'm afraid to buy her clothes. I'm oh, like, really? Yeah. I tried it. It didn't work. She took them all back.
2: Oh, my goodness.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she true. even told me what she wanted. She still true. took them back.
2: <laughs> so, you know, I, um, I am excited what God says. He says, um, we are sons and the earth are waiting, waiting for the sons yeah. to raise up, yeah. to stand up, to become mature. Yeah. Can you imagine what's going to happen? Now, it's this exciting. is the heavenly church that God is preparing the ecclesia,
1: mm-hmm. yeah.
2: right? It's going to look different yeah. than the world's system. It's going to look different than the world's church. Yeah. Expect, be in expectancy for miracle signs and wonders. Mm-hmm. Be in expectancy for God to move in a mightier way than ever before.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Don't be caught up in the trap of this world. Yeah. Don't be caught up in arguments of this world. Mm-hmm. Paul explained so right. beautiful to Timothy. He, he really trained him well, you know, <coughs> and we need to train our children like that. Yeah. Mm. But he trained him well, and he said to him, careful, careful, the enemy wants us all to, um, to fight. He says, for you are to be a pure container for Christ, dedicated to the honorable purpose of your master. Mm. Now listen to this. Be prepared for every good work that he wants you to to do. He goes up, whatever builds up your faith and deepens your love must become your holy pursuit.
1: Mm.
2: Now, and live in peace with all who worship our Lord Jesus. Mm. Stay away from all foolish arguments of the immature. Mm. For these will only generate more conflict. Mm. For a true servant of our Lord Jesus will not be argumentative but gentle towards all and skilled in helping others to see the truth. Man, I don't think That's Paul good. had Facebook
0: back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Now listen, having <laughs> great patience towards <laughs> the immature. Yeah. Yeah. Do you yeah. get That's how good. many times the he immature. talks about the immature? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is what we see in the body right now. Immature, mature. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. I, 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 I received this revelation about a, a month ago, where god said um, we we're good at being sons and daughters um and we're we're not so good at being sisters and brothers
1: mm-hmm.
0: because we um we get stuck in our maturation, mm-hmm. so we're supposed to move from sons and daughters yeah. to sisters and brothers yeah. to mothers and, yeah. Yeah. mothers and fathers of faith, because mothers and fathers of faith beautiful are patient, beautiful, kind, long suffering. Mm-hmm. But sisters and brothers, and mm-hmm. this is what and what, what he took me to when he showed it to me was the story of the prodigal and how the the sibling rivalry created tension in the father's house absolutely. and conflict absolutely because mm. they both refused to mature. And that's what led to the conflict.
2: Now, this is the thing. We should not fall into that trap because that is a trap of Satan. Now, when the Lord showed me the vision of the the waves that's coming, Mm -hmm. he showed me the two and then the third one I couldn't even speak about Mm. because it was an ugly face in that wave. Mm -hmm. And as I came to the States then, it was just before COVID, I gave the word to every church where I went. And so one guy came to me and he looked at me and he laughed and he says, Hegel, this is America. <laughs> he says, These things won't happen in America. <laughs> and that night I was weeping. <sighs> I was really, really weeping. Wow. The Arrogance, wow. right? And I knew what I saw. So the third wave was very interesting because I saw a face <coughs> in the wave, but it was huge. But I saw a face and uh, my spirit knew. Jesus didn't answer me, my spirit knew. That was the face of the beast, Mm. and that was the Antichrist coming, Mm -hmm. taking over, Mm -hmm. coming over the world. So we can't run. Mm -hmm. We need to be prepared. Yeah. And I was weeping that day, and I asked Jesus. I was weeping so much that my husband woke me eventually. I said to Jesus, what are we going to do? Because I could see it's like a takeover. And I saw like the church sitting, but right side, left side of the church, okay? Mm. Mm-hmm. And I saw fear on both sides of yeah. the aisle. Yeah. I saw it on both sides. I saw strife on both sides of the aisle. Mm. And I heard him say, "These spiritual muscles are not developed. Mm. You need to be ready. The King is coming. Yeah. Hmm. Prepare the way. Or the king is coming. Yeah. So we need, t- when a hurricane comes, I don't know hurricanes. You guys know better than me. Mm-hmm. I mean, in Africa, we have sandstorms, that's how far. <laughs> or some storms, but not mm-hmm. that big. But you prepare. Yeah. You're always prepared. Now, I see how people prepare in the physical. People tell me, oh, I'm not going to go into that, but people tell me how they prepare. Yeah, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. yeah. But I listen and I see weak men, mm. weak people sitting in front of me. Mm. Mm. But they have storehouses of food. How about your spirit?
1: Mm.
2: How strong is your spirit, man, your spirit, That's woman? That's so true. How's that spiritual muscles mm. of faith? Will you be able to endure?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: How's your endurance? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I don't know when last of you ran a marathon or uh, I did the New York marathon. When Trump came in, the Lord asked me to run it mm-hmm. and to pray the whole mm-hmm. time wow. for the ground, Because there was a lot of witchcraft going on that day, mm. that time. Mm-hmm. So for anyone who prepare for a marathon, that kind of length, know that if your core is not strong, doesn't matter how fit you are, if your core is not strong, mm. you won't make it. Wow. Your body, you, you just won't make it. Mm-hmm. Now I see that the body becomes strong and we store mm-hmm. up and we have enough resources. But the core is weak.
1: Mm. Hmm.
2: I'm asking ourselves, myself, you, I'm not yeah. judging you. I'm the no. last one that will judge. Mm-hmm. I'm asking myself every day. You know, there was a time when. Happens very quickly when you sit in Africa and you're dark, no electricity, no food. Your child is sick, no medicine. There, there was riots and they, all the ph- pharmacies, everything that went down, there was nothing. Mm. You feel sorry for yourself. Mm-hmm. I had to fight that spirit. Yeah. Because I look at my friends in the United States and they, they don't even know what's going on with us, you know. No, wow. So, so easily that spirit can overtake you. hmm mm-hmm. And one day I went to the Lord. I said, you know, I just want to tell you, this is kind of tough. It's tougher for me to speak to them and (laughs) everything is so perfect Mm -hmm. there. Yeah. And he says, why don't you look through different eyes? Mm. Whatever you go through is training. And I'm speaking to you today. and I know you're listening to me. And maybe you're going through Mm -hmm. certain areas in your life that's tough. Mm -hmm. You know, you said yes to be clay in the potter's hand. And you can never choose the hands that's molding you. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's your finances. Maybe it's health. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's your marriage. Mm-hmm. But God is using whatever. It's not from him. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not from him. Mm-mm. But in that process of overcoming, he's training us, yeah. making us stronger like David. Get our focus back. Yeah, good. Get our focus back. Yeah. Back into mm-hmm. his eyes. Get our dependency back. Do you know God doesn't ask qualifications?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: He just asks dependency. It's mm-hmm. so beautiful. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: He's a fair God.
0: <laughs> he's he's, <laughs> he's just so fair. fair. <laughs> definitely fair. I don't want to keep you all fair, night, man. but I could sit here and listen to you all night. So um, <laughs> we've been at this for about an hour. I just want to ask you a few questions as we, uh, as we conclude. Who is your biggest influence?
2: I come from Africa. There's not much.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs>
2: um
0: And where did it come from?
2: It's a lonely journey. It's mm-hmm. a really lonely journey, this journey. It's um Yeah, it's it's a lonely journey. It's mm-hmm. it's just I think if I really have to tell you, it's the journey God walked with my son. Yeah. It really motivated me. It really, really motivated me to see someone with a severe brain injury. That can't operate in day-to-day life mm. function well, but his spirit is wide open. Mm-hmm. Hear God's voice, obey him, love mm-hmm. God with all his heart. That is for me an inspiration every day of my life
0: that was your, that was your influence
2: wow. yes
0: three 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 questions I ask a lot of people, and uh, it's interesting to hear the, hear the answers is what's your greatest regret, your proudest moment, and your toughest conversation?
2: My proudest moment was to get my degree on the age of fifty five.
1: Mm. <laughs> awesome. I didn't know that.
2: <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was something that I, uh, I just, I just, you know, nobody could help me with my son in the in the physical part of he mm. struggling with trauma, mm-hmm. and I couldn't take him to somebody because he, they couldn't understand him. Mm-hmm. So I start studying trauma counseling, and mm. so I did my degree. And in that, and at the age of 55, so I was very proud of myself. I have to say, I was thank you. (laughs) I was, (laughs) I was really proud of myself. And um, it was for my son Josh, who's also studying. It was um, a challenge because I was like really giving my best. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I said to him, if I can do it, you know. So yeah, and my toughest conversation. I don't can think of really many, but I had a very amazing conversation the other day with Josh, which was a bit tough.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, our kids has the the ability to really r- reveal our hearts to us. Mm-hmm. So he's now my youngest son, who is now twenty one, studying, and he's he's just young. You know, mm-hmm. anytime yeah. the problem is young. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a lo- that's a lot of the An problem. Experience. For sure, the problem is just young. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: so, um, but he he, uh, he had a friend. Children come in and out in our home, but that specific day, this friend, my spirit picked up something, and uh, I didn't want to say something because you know, mom can't preach always. Mom mm-hmm. needs to be a mom. Mm-hmm. So I I saw something's not right. And then that weekend, I ministered at a place. I don't know if you guys know YWAM. Yeah.
1: All
2: right. I ministered Mm -hmm. there. And so I had, before I prayed for those children there, God confronted my heart as I was judging. And I walked out and I repented because I was judging something. And that night, my son came in my room and I was crying. He says, Mom, are you okay? I said, No. God showed me my heart today and I was judging some of those kids and I had to repent and then I, I, I said that to the kids and and they really appreciate that and God's power just flowed and mm. many people were healed and I, I, I was just telling him, you know, my transparency because I've learned the more transparent, the more God can do,
1: Yeah, right? Yeah.
2: So he looked at me, he says, oh, like you judged that friend of m- mine the other day. Mm. I looked at him like, Yeah, you're right. He says, "Mom, but you weren't wrong. Hmm. The only thing was you were judging. That was wrong." He says he was on drugs, Hmm. and I took him off because he's. I took him off the street because he's. Listen to this, his Christian parents Hmm. threw him out the house. Wow. So I took him in, I gave him food, and I showered him. And every night I took him to the shelter. Hmm. How's that? I'm a pastor.
1: Huh. And he
2: couldn't let him sleep with m- at my home because he saw his mother's judgment. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. I was confronted f- with religion. Yeah. And I cried that night to God, and He says, Allow me to constantly peel your heart. Because it's layer upon layer, precept upon precept, and I want to get every layer off. Mm -hmm. Allow me. Allow me. And you know, as I was saying to him, I'm sorry, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry that you couldn't come to me. I'm sorry for that religion in me. I'm sorry something broke between us. And it become more trustworthy. Mm-hmm. I said, you can t- speak to me about anything. And I think it's just a place where we need to come. So that was, for me, a difficult conversation, but a good conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In Christ, nothing needs to be, you know, even if it's hard, difficult. Yeah. He changed everything. He turned it for for the good. Yeah, yeah just being teachable.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's your greatest regret?
2: There's many. I have so many regrets, but the Lord spoke to me the other day and he says, one of the barriers that keeps us away from him is also guilt, you know. So we need to get over that. We need to get over that barrier. And when my regret stands up, I I just constantly forgive myself again Mm -hmm. because the enemy wants to keep us in that place. Mm -hmm. But I would say my greatest regret is that I lived for so long in religion. Mm. I, I served God with my lips, but not with my heart. Mm-hmm. And I wanted his hand and not his heart. Mm. Wow. That it's would good. be my greatest regret. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, it's tomorrow, great. Palm Sunday, mm-hmm. you're going to be in Lorraine in Valley View. Um, any idea what you might minister on? Yeah,
2: I want to just Palm Sunday, as you say, and you know, what I love about that part is how Jesus says, "If you guys are not going to honor me, honor me, Mm. the rocks will cry out." Wow! And I think the church and the body (laughs) has a lack of honor. Come on, lack of honoring God. Mm. There's no more fear of the Lord
1: Mm.
2: and honoring of each other.
1: Yeah.
2: We don't sure. know how to honor each other anymore. You know, God is mm-hmm. going to ask of us, did you bring out the treasure
1: yeah. in your
2: husband? Did you find the treasure in your husband? So good. Did you find the treasure in your wife? Did you find the treasures in your children? Mm-hmm. So how do I start? By honoring, yeah. by loving, but also honoring. Mm. I honor you for who you are, you know. We all have a part in the body of Christ, and mm-hmm. I don't need to be you. You don't need to be me.
1: Yeah.
2: But we need to honor each other. And I think... The more than anything mm. we need to honor God more
0: yeah yeah for sure
1: for
0: sure so true well, i want you to know we pray for you here um you know if you ever want to move to the to the states we we we'll, we'll, uh, we'll help you make that happen <laughs> for sure <laughs> <laughs> but uh um about 2 years ago uh when you were here before you left mm-hmm. uh, i put your in your name and tennis's name in my daily prayer uh, down and i'll Thank show you, you i'll show you um and specifically, you know it became w- the family that I prayed for I prayed for you and your family during those two years and of course we 're family yes. we uh you know it 's- inter- it's just interesting to see how God connects uh people across the globe yeah, and beautiful. uh he 's done something special here, so we love you we 're so glad you 're with us and uh i 'd be offended if you 're ever in the United States and you don 't come here. Thank you so All much. Right.
2: Thank you for tonight. It was <laughs> yes. really so wonderful and the honor to be And thank you, Rebecca. You're welcome. Excited thank you. for tomorrow. Can't wait. Yeah, tomorrow's going to be good. Mm.
0: Listen, we got to go. I want to thank you for taking the time to join us today. We pray you are encouraged, empowered, and strengthened. Until next time, wake up and hustle like yeah. heaven to make sure somebody out there feels the effects of your influence. Bring heaven to your home, your city, your nation. Don't wait till it's too late. Get to church tomorrow. Get to a place that manufactures hope. Go to church, I'm Pastor Troy Thompson it's great being with you tonight